and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 175 of There's No Place Like Terra Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we're going into SG-1, Season 8, Episode 12, Prometheus Unbound, a.k.a. Oh my god, it's Chloe Frazier! <laughs> I don't care that her name is Claudia Black! <laughs> it's Chloe Frazier! Today, as we're record, as we're rewatching and yes. I was doing notes... But Jesse goes, you don't even like her. <laughs> like, it's true. Because the first time I met the character, I fucking hated her. And I think I may have shared that on the episode. Yeah, I but, think you did. <laughs> but he was like, you don't even like her. And I was like, things no. change. Move on. But Go thing, away. First of all, things change. And second of all, just because I don't like the character doesn't mean I don't like the actress behind doesn't the character. Doesn't mean I don't love her. Exactly. Yeah, like, I can hate her and love her at I once. have, like, too many AKAs in this. <laughs> Something about size really does matter. <laughs> but, like, there's too many. We'll, we'll settle on the good one as we go. So I have another one. Yeah. It's AKA taking the John McClane feet. <laughs> because now it's in backpack episodes where an episode, where, an, where a character in the episode. True. Guys, I had a little blood sugar. <laughs> so I sound drunk. I promise you. She is not. I'm not. I'm just yet. slowly making my way through two bananas and peanut butter and a handful of chocolate chips. Um, <laughs> where a character takes on the John McClane properties of, yeah. oh shit, just hand in the fan, run away, <laughs> hide in the ducks, uh-huh. go to the weird closet with True. stuff to de- grab. It's true. Uh, I just like Hans Olo. Hans Olo. <laughs> There's just too many. We'll sell on an AKA as we go because yeah. this is this is ripe with them. AKA um, Hans Olo. So anything else? Oh, we uh, we had a different D and D adventure last night. It was night. so much fun. Nixie uh, DM for for Jesse and I and and, and Nick bartender Nick. and bartender Nick. Yes, I we we couldn't play with our normal group and we wanted to play. So I also Jesse was so sick. He was our DM could not DM. Our DM <laughs> had a terrible week in the world of dental health, <laughs> where. I had to, which became then my terrible week. Of course it was. Because I love all of y'all, but boys <laughs> are giant babies. They are. Um, I'm pretty sure that when I had dental work similar to his done, I drove my ass there and then drove my ass to work. <laughs> but I'm also crazy. You are. And I have an you also ex- have an extremely high pain tolerance. I do have a... And just drug that is tolerance. very fair. Just like drug level That's tolerance of... very true. Yeah. For the lack of alcohol tolerance I have, mm-hmm. I make up for it in drug tolerance. Yes. Um, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to take all those things back. Um, Jesse had a really shitty week. Yeah. Uh, he's dealing with antibiotics that his body is like what the fuck is all this i'm not used to drugs i'm rejecting yeah whereas i'm like what's an antibiotic baby that's like a morning for me i know exactly those are flintstones those yeah uh, those are they've never affected me either yeah i'm like why don't you just take a flintstone vitamin it's gonna do the same goddamn thing i had Um, when i had my my the Wisdom I teeth? had a thing with my no, oh. I had wisdom teeth, but I had a thing with my lip, and there was a giant. Oh yeah, hole the stitches. I yeah. think that was before the. No, no, no. no that was during yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had the the those the horse tranquilizers of antibiotics. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, my body did gave no shits yeah. about. My body's like, them. bring it, motherfuckers. <laughs> we do this all day. This is how I get stronger. Yeah, <laughs> you only make me stronger. So anyway, um, our DM could not yes, DM. Our, our our usual DM was not in DM mode. And in the middle of of everything, we just wanted to play, and so hit things. Husband, husband, bartender Nick was like, "Well, why don't you just come up with a quick one shot?" I've DM'd like two things, you know, season king, and I'm just gonna like throw together. And I actually, within an hour, thank you. Thank you, Critical Role. She j- Thank yep. you, Matt Mercer. Well, Thank this- you for inventing the Slayer's take. <laughs> Jesse and I had a conversation. He goes, a good DM knows when to just crib things and go, yeah. this is mine now. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- listen, we have had some seventh level characters. They're part of the Slayer's take. They went out. They have to go kill a dragon. We have fun. Things. 
And it was fun. Yeah. Things were killed. And they were a little bit assholes, which was great. Things were assholes, killed some wolves. There was a moose involved. There was a moose involved, a wild moose. A wild moose appears. <laughs> a wild. And it was Throw like, a lesson it. from the night, always check your hunting cabins for moose. Yeah. Before you go in there. Uh, there was some frost giants. Frost giants. <laughs> giants you will get caught up in the frost giants. Uh, and yeah, so, and it wasn't even a one, it'll be a two shot. We didn't even make it to the dragons. <laughs> we didn't. And we're like, cool, 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 this is where I'm going to die. Um, I just look at this thing while I try not to die. There was complex games of parchment, rock, boulder, shears. Boulder, shears, and parchment, yeah. Yeah complex games of that. Gun. That was the best part of the night. It was hilarious. Was, was, uh, my character was like, cool, I'm taking first watch because I said so the end. Uh-huh. And, and then, then the two boys had to were play fighting over the, the, uh, the bit shift. But we made them do it in character. We, they did it in character and I will, I am impressed. This was did. like a 10 minute long thing uh-huh. of them playing. Who would take bitch watch mind you they coined it bitch watch they did no one's ever called it bitch watch no that, that i've ever heard of no and then they proceeded to after that they prank basically each other. made a problem out of nothing they then decided to prank each other for the yeah. rest of their night that's true they one, did one put warm bowls of warm water uh and put the hands in, into yeah. into jugs on the and the ceramic other one, jugs of warm and the other water. one put mud in the hand and then tried to tickle the other one's nose with a feather yeah i was like this is mighty ducks too it was the best thing it, it was, was probably the best part of the day it's so good whereas my character was just like you sleep creepy i'm gonna cover your face <laughs> so i don't have to look at it he sleeps with his eyes open maybe uh-huh. not breathing yeah possible not breathe Weird sorcerer, man. Don't look this way while you're asleep. Sorcerers not are always creepy. Fucking sorcerers. Um, so that was that was your D&D update for this week. Yay. Um, there will be... I got to play a really cool character that actually a Nixie created. I did, and I created for a secret. So it's a secret, and Jesse won't listen to this no, beforehand, so we that's can fine. share here. Okay. There's a secret RPG adventure that's going to happen for his birthday. Yes. Where we're all a bunch of um, sailors... On uh-huh. a ship where he has to be the captain. On a magic flying ship. On a magic flying ship. May or may not be pirates. May or may not be space pirates in the, in the sea. <laughs> but basically, we're, we were testing out Nixie's character. Yeah, so Nick has made a paladin inspired by Thor, and I have made a... Cleric. Ast- a war cleric. And a war cleric, an Asmir war cleric based on Valkyrie. Yes. Uh, so I was testing her out. Who basically is perpetually drunk, based on like the Thor Ragnarok Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is consistently drunk and heals people. If she's gonna give you a touch heal, she's gonna punch you in the face. Yeah. And tell you to get your ass back in so battle. So she was, yeah. So so I play tasted her, gave her a little bit of grace flavor, yeah. made her a, a slight bit of an asshole. <laughs> it was great. But I, yeah, but it was like, hey, get your ass back in here. I'm healing you so that you get your ass back in here. I'm not wasting this heal on get you for no reason. Get the fuck in there, soldier. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was fun. Yeah. Uh, so we just changed the names of the characters and both to protect the innocent. <laughs> to protect the innocent, and Nick tested his uh, named Holdor, which Holdor. we all hurt a little inside when he did that. Holdor, uh, and then yeah, and, and then. then- the other one, we, we renamed Valkyrie Ash because she's essentially inspired by Ashley Johnson's two characters on Critical Role. Guys, Critical Role. <sighs> Anyways, okay, okay, okay. We're, we, we're here. We're here. We'll do a tangent cast on Critical Role when oh we finally God. finish yep. Vox Machina. When we're, uh, yeah, when we're done with Vox Machina, we'll do a Vox Machina tangent cast. Okay. Okay, December 21st, 2004. Bum, Oh, that's almost Christmas. I know. This was a good Christmas present. Almost Christmas. Written by Damian Kindler, directed by Andy Makita. Sexual tension. The best Christmas present. (laughs) Maybe that's the AKA. (laughs) AKA sexual tension. Yes, I like it. (laughs) AKA foreplay. I like it. Um, So special guests, obviously, the one and only. AKA scarousal. Sorry. I can't coin that phrase. The internet's already made it. I was about to introduce Donna's Davies, but. I mean, that works. So when I said that there was a special guest star, did you think it was Don for a while? Yeah, I did. I had no idea what I was 
like, okay, well, there he is. There's our guest star. Oh, look, there because he is. Because I specifically told her to not pay attention to the names at the bottom of the screen. Yes. Every now and then I do a look away. And I have to pause for two seconds that my dog just buried herself in the blanket and is lost. I'm going to keep recording. <laughs> Oh, damn, I missed it. She just found her way back out. I'm so sorry. I've never seen her do that before in my life. Dogs are fun. Okay. Um, yeah, I told her specifically not to pay attention to the words at the bottom of the screen for the guest stars. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. And I, I was like, oh, cool. It's Donna Stavies. Yeah. All right, cool. We're going to Prometheus. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, obviously, the other, the other guest star here was... Um, Ellie Harvey, who plays Novak, and she's actually oh, yeah. really, 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 really well known for her improv work. Like one improv tournaments, I didn't know they had improv tournaments. Like yeah, I guess she's, that makes sense. Yeah, she's super well regarded for improv work. So um, I can see that just in Novak. She's a delightfully irritating character. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm having a hard time with it. I understand the humor. I don't love her yet. I, I but it's fine, and I can see that it's just to me it's the most that's half what I would be on the ship. Okay, it's like she's a little too close to me. I feel like sometimes. Okay, I see, but I like you. Well, um, <laughs> I mean, if you take away the hiccup yeah. part, it's the yeah, way yeah, she yeah. was like interacting with Daniel. Oh yeah, see that part of her I enjoy. Yeah. I think the hiccup thing pulled me a it little out of the of show. too much of a gimmick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it pulled me too uh, too far out of the show, but I was... Because I kept being like, but why would they do this? <laughs> but, like, so yeah. it kept pulling me into the writer's room. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. It, it's fun, and I get it. And then, <clears throat> the guest star that I knew Grace would be excited about. Oh, the one, the only, Claudia Black. The fucking coolest girl in the world. She is. You know what I realized? She is. Is, is this, earlier this week is when I decided to dye my hair black. Uh-huh. And I realized now that it may have been some sort of, uh, like, uh, what's the word called? Um... Unconscious association, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where I was yeah. like, "Oh, I'm ready to have my hair dark again." And then you're like, "Oh, oh, that's right." Claudia Black has what might be the greatest hair I've ever the seen on anyone world. ever. Yes, um, I think I realize that now. And your hair is so close to hers. It is now. <laughs> well, just in terms of like thickness and length that's and fair. everything, yeah, yeah, like yeah, your hair is so close it. to hers. I, if only I could be so cool. Oh, but yeah. Gosh. Um, obviously, oh, many nerds know her as Aaron Sun from uh, from Farscape. You know, eventually I'll Farscape know her from thing. that. <laughs> You've seen the first episode. I have seen the first episode. I mean, they even introduced the two characters in the same way of, like, her taking her helmet off and everything. Did she just do the really cool, like, sexy motorcycle she removal does. of the helmet? She has that down. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Grace was like, Chloe! Yes. From Uncharted! I know you. You are the thief who's trying to steal Nathan Drake's heart from Elena. Also, critical role reference. Um, <laughs> she's it's done, a stretch, but yes. That's uh, six degrees of, yeah. of critical. And she's done a ton of TV work uh, and movies. You've seen her around. Most recently, she's known mostly for her video game work, though. Um... The first, her first video game actually was a first game video game. Nice. And, but Uncharted, Final Fantasy, Mass Effect, Gears of War. I even just heard her in Diablo 3. Oh, wow. Because Nick and I are, are playing through because I'm starting to get a little bit more into video games now. And any RPGs that can play two players, which are rare, I'm discovering, mm-hmm. um, I'm down for it. But we're on, like, the Reaper of Souls section, when I'm, like, the little... Extra things. <laughs> Anyways, I was like, "That sounds like Claudia." That is the Claudia Yay. Black. Um, I love her. Be, it's like the Cool Kids Club. It's like the Voice Actors Club. She, There's like all these yeah. people that you'll never know, but they all must know each other. Basically, Claudia Black is awesome. Yes, this she just true. automatically gets the Terror Award for this episode for just being awesome. Of I mean, just being Claudia just, Black. Like we haven't even gone into like the actual things that happen in the show, like the yeah. fucking fight scene. I know. Dear God, this woman is amazing. She's just the best. Yes. I want to be her okay. when I grow up. Thank you for listening to the Claudia Back fan hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you, well, thank you for listening to my TED Talk, Why yeah. Claudia Black <laughs> is Cooler Than Everyone. Yeah. Um, also interesting to note, there's no Teal'c and no Sam in this episode at all. That's true. Uh, super rare for Sam. I think the only one for Teal'c, like, huh. in the series. 
the Claudia Black Plat Power Hour. Oh, that's the perfect AKA. That's the, AKA. the Claudia Black Power Hour. D-N. So we started on the elevator, which I like how this conversation with Daniel and Jack mirrors Daniel and Sam's elevator conversation yeah. in the last episode. Anytime we're arguing, I love it. I love just seeing yeah. them bicker at each other. Just like siblings. Yes. Um, and Daniel is still begging to go look for Atlantis. Yeah. And Jack is still going, no, no. I don't want to. Because reasons. Yeah. Why would you think Jack would change his mind? No, when the thing is, I, I kind of love Jack's reasons because they're completely Jack's. Yeah. Yes, you could say that he's like, oh, I need you here. He's on this word safe, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is, he doesn't want to have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, if I lose you, then I have to deal with having exactly. lost you. I am not interested in getting into trouble for the sake of having to deal with it. And I love how, I, I love Daniel's response of, fine, I'll quit. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> and Jack's like, well, you haven't, like, tried holding your breath in a while, so yeah. you want to try that too? It, it, it's like, in this, in this situation, Jack's the kid who's a good kid, not because he wants to be good, mm-hmm. but he's like, it's just more work I don't if wanna, I don't. It's just, it's easier to do good than to get caught and yeah. deal with shit. If I do things this way, I'll they let me honest, do more fun things. That's kind of why I was a fairly decent kid. I believe that. Was mainly because I didn't want to deal with getting caught. Sure. Yeah. It's more work. It's it a lot wasn't of work. because I'm like, I should be a good kid. There's a lot of expansion of energy yeah. in getting caught or trying exactly. to not get caught. It was like, it's just easier. It's easy to be lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was too lazy to get in trouble. <laughs> um, I love that. And anyways... So as they turn the corner into Jack's office, his chair is already filled by one General Hammond. It's a, he goes full Bond villain too. <laughs> He's like, "Hello, all he needs is a cat." Jack O'Neill. Yeah, <laughs> I'm taking my chair back. Bye. <laughs> I love. Yeah, <laughs> I also love. Like Jack is like, "Welcome." Do you miss the chair? Yeah. Yes, actually. Do you want it back? Yes, yes, actually. I'm taking the things. I'll just take... That's not what I meant no, come, when I come said that. Uh, yeah. So the, You're not going to outwit Hammond. <laughs> not the on your best made, day. But yeah. So Hammond is there since he was planning a mission to Atlantis and wanted Daniel, um, which makes Daniel super happy. Yeah. It makes Jack super grumpy. And since Hammond, like, I Jack, literally just told him no. He gets, he gets Hammond wins. You are undermining my authority. And sometimes, and there's something about Daniel and and specifically RDA and Michael Shanks's like eye acting to each other. Yeah, that makes me super happy in this scene. There, yeah, there is something very specific that they've developed where it's yeah. like, haha. Uh, I'm telling you an entire thing. It's it's like in the How I Met Your Mothers yeah. when Lily and Marshall yeah. uh-huh. speak in thoughts. Speak the entire conversation yeah, across yeah, yeah. just with like eye glances. I That's like what they're it. doing. Um, but Hammond will have the chair shipped to Washington. Jack can requisition a new one. Uh-huh. We leave tomorrow. Yep. Also, I'm taking Walter. Yeah, let me also kick you while you're down. And the look on Jack's face <laughs> like through all of this is just... I... But you know what? It's about fucking time he came back for Walter. Yeah. Walter's like his best bud. He's like his number one guy. The fact that Walter waited for him this long, I'm surprised. He's not like, bitch, I've moved on. (laughs) He's moved on to Jack. Yeah. And credits. Um, So at at the base before launch of the Prometheus, Daniel arrives in a... Very nice jacket. It is an interesting for for like a denim jacket. You yeah. don't see that cut very often. Really nice jacket. I am a fan. Uh, and they do a really nice walk and talk. And yes. so w- with Hammond and him, and, and the mission is heading out since they haven't heard from the Atlantis mission since they left. And mm-hmm. Daniel, as he's been saying and telling Jack this whole time, is vital for this with his knowledge base and mm-hmm. ancient shit words and things. With his words and things. Yep. And Hammond is going himself because he sat back for years and years watching other people go off on adventures. And while he was sort of on the road to retirement, um, he gets to pick the leader of this Prometheus trip. So he gets to do it, yo. I love it. This is a different way to spin it. In his retirement, General Hammond 
flies into other galaxies. Yeah. You know, everybody picks up a hobby in their retirement. Exactly. Some older people pick up an RV and go across the country. He Some of them just go fishing. Prometheus and went, went across to the Pegasus the galaxy. galaxy. Yeah. No big deal. Easy as pie. That's the kind of badass that he is. He is. And as know, some people like to hike. <laughs> some people like to start to. wars intergalactically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as Daniel says that they, they never leave anyone behind. Mm-hmm. And Hammond's like, we're not going to this time. Yep. So Prometheus launches. They're on their way in hyperspace. Daniel's leading a briefing on what they do know about Atlantis. You know, hoping they just don't have a decent power source to contact Earth again, which is ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Um, and this whole time, Dr. Novak comes in with the hiccups that you either love or you hate. Yeah. Um, and she's also a bit of a negative Nancy in this whole conversation. She doesn't yeah. actually think Atlantis is on the other end of this trip. I mean, she's technically not wrong, considering where we end the episode. This is true. Um, yeah. They're thinking that the Atlantis But oh expedition... boy, I'd love to see her and McCain in a room. <laughs> oh my Talk god. Talk about sexual tension. <laughs> oh man. They could, they're thinking the Atlantis expedition may just be on an outpost, like was uh-huh. in Antarctica, or a moon, or the bottom of a deep dark ocean. Oh. Ding, so ding, ding, things. ding. So many weird things. Um, and Hammond is like, that's why we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's also going, well, even if they're if they're even alive out there, all this, and she just keeps hiccuping. Yeah. Uh, and they're Let me f- just put all these bad things out into the world. Uh-huh. They need to be like some person there who's like, listen, all this negative energy, I'm going to need you to take <laughs> it and put it away from here. Put it in a backpack. And then deal with it. Deal with it. Keep your shit together. Get your shit together. Summer. So I've lost together. the line from Rick and Marty. Take all your shit yes. so it's together. <laughs> Put it in a backpack. <laughs> Get your shit together. So they're take fairly, it to a shit museum. They're fairly sure. Um, they're fairly sure they know where the lens expedition landed in the Pegasus Galaxy. Uh, and everyone has this what the fuck look on their face when Novak just takes a glass of water and like that earlier Walter just kind of nudged her way and just goes to just drink it upside down in the middle of the briefing room. I love this like uncool by contingency thing that Walter's feeling like can you like not be this person because you're sitting next to me and if you're this person then people are gonna think I'm this person also so he has to do the thing where he's like definitely not my friend this is definitely not my friend I don't know this person I've never never met her before here before so in the hallway afterwards Novak is basically a fangirl with a crush on Daniel, and it oh, is adorable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have been here before. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has been here before, yep. like apologizing for like uh, contradicting him during the meeting, yeah. and like, uh, and he's like, "Who are you?" <laughs> and like, you can you can help me, Lindsay, and then like reaching over him to press the button. Yeah, yeah. it's. And I mean, he didn't mind. See, I, I think that's more charming than my approach to those situations because <laughs> there's that approach and there's what I call. I, I didn't realize other people did this until I heard my favorite murder. But there's what I call the Karen Kilgariff approach where uh-huh. it's like, you're stupid. I hate you. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Which is more my approach. Yeah. Where I like you. Therefore, I must treat you like complete shit. No, I'm I'm I will fully admit that I was on the other end where it's like you open that door a little bit and I restrain myself. I do restrain myself, but I'm like it's just, but it's the same thing with just like someone who might be a friend that I wanted to be friends sure, with. Yeah. I'm like, we're now best friends now. Yeah. No, whereas I'm like, I don't even care. Whatever, you're not cool. Where you're, That's my approach. You're now my best friend. I'm pretty sure I did it with you, too. Well, yeah. Oh, you but listen again, to where You're my, we're best friends. Yeah. And again, the fact that we are friends is a miracle. Because my approach is like, whatever, I don't even care that you're my friend. I don't need friends. I'm not vulnerable to anything in life. I could take you or leave you. Bye. <laughs> Cut two years later Which, where it's like, please never leave me alone. <laughs> I've gone 36 hours without talking to you. Are you dead? This is weird. 
So why are you not responding to my text message? Which is untrue. Like that, no. that I don't think that happens. No, I'm pretty, again, if it's 24 hours without at least a text, one of us does assume the other one's dead, yeah. though. I guess you're dead now. I'll I go guess take you're care dead. of your dog <laughs> slash dogs, depending on who it is. Uh, I have a new dog now. Okay, yeah. so I will give Daniel credit because he's like, does acknowledge that there are good odds that she's right in terms of the whole expedition is dead. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he also goes, with the hiccup thing, have you tried, like, holding your breath mm-hmm. or something? And apparently her hiccups goes back to, like, grad school and she gets it whenever she's scared or stressed, which is why she turned down the Atlantis mission in the first place. Well, she's got to make sure she gets that in there so yeah. he's impressed by her. Uh huh. Yeah, because yeah, she yeah. was accepted to the Atlantis mission. Just and so you she know, I'm here on my own volition. Uh huh. And then the alarms start going off, and Danielle rushes off to see what it is while Novak tries holding her breath mm. because the, the, the handsome man told her to. Yeah. On the bridge, Hammond. In uh, fairness, if I was around Daniel, I might be a complete <laughs> blithering idiot. I don't yeah. even know that I would have the wherewithal to be the dickhead. <laughs> I just be like, uh huh, uh huh, okay, uh huh, goodbye. I, to be fair, I'd probably be the same round of Amvala too. Yeah, yeah, I know words good. Yeah, words. I Han Solo. Yeah, weird awkward basically. So on the bridge, why are you laughing like that? I don't know. They just make like the most attractive couple. Like it's not. It's two. There's two. Seriously, at some point they they have to cancel each other out. I'm convinced that uh, Claudia Black. um, I want to keep calling her Chloe Fraser, (laughs) but I know that's not her actual name. I'm convinced that her type is the intelligent, uh, slightly roguish adventurer. Yeah. Yeah, because. Daniel and uh, Nathan Drake are basically the same guy Very in a similar. lot of ways, except for the killing. Um, <laughs> so you got to imagine she's sort of drawn to that type. Probably. Which I'm for it. It's Yeah. Um, so on the bridge. Not that I am or anything. Dan- not, a, not at all. Daniel flies in. Um, or, sorry, he runs in. Hammond fills, fills him in. They're getting a distress call. Mm-hmm. And they're still in the Milky Way. They haven't made it that far. Mm-hmm. They hear this broken up woman's voice. They require assistance. Something has failed. They've lost power. And as much as they don't want to delay to get to Pegasus Galaxy, uh, they're not they're not going to turn down helping someone who's 20 minutes off the road. Right. You know? So they get there. There's two gold ships disabled floating in space. An Alkesh and a cargo ship. Mm-hmm. And the distress signal was from the Alkesh. They're both very damaged. And immediately Colonel Reynolds is like, it's a trap! I'm surprised they don't just call him Colonel Akbar. It's just Colonel Akbar. Oh, yeah, Colonel Akbar. Goes, it's a trap! It's a trap. Uh, and naturally, Daniel instead, on the opposite end, is like, maybe there's an uprising of humans and we need to go help them. Hmm. Because that sounds common. And yeah. Reynolds also was like, "Listen, Mister Hopeful of full of hopefulness." <laughs> Meanwhile, Reynolds like basically taps Hammond on the shoulder, going, "Alkeshes are cool. Yeah, we should take. Can that. we have that? I want that. Finders keepers. I loot the ship. <laughs> <laughs> loot the ship body. Yes. So uh, Reynolds and his SG three beam over to the Alkesh. I Al-Kesh. loot the universe. I loot everything. Yeah. Um, there was." Or we we found bodies that we've never seen before that are out in the woods with nothing. Loot them. Can I loot it? Listen, <laughs> in fairness, I did cast speak with the dead first. To be fair, and said sorry, you're dead. In fairness, I did specifically put rings of cold yeah, resistance yeah. on their fingers for you to I, loot. I said sorry, you're dead, bro. I'm Be- taking your shit because I knew I knew I had a crew of murder hobos. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we buried the bodies. Only because you're a cleric. Yeah. Only because I intimidated the rest of the murder hobos into doing so. Basically. <laughs> literally intimidated the rest of the murder yeah. hobos to, to bury them. So, <laughs> anyway, so SG3 rings over to the Alkesh. Uh, there was some sort of battle. They find dead Jaffa everywhere. And as they head to the bridge, they can hear the rings activate again. Mm. They, you know, get a call... They on the Prometheus Bridge, we see a predator 
Oh, yeah. Come through the rings. Not great times. Um, and, and even better, Walter is now locked out of the security system around hey. the rings room. Which... That's when we should have first understood, because the real Predators are not that intelligent, right? They're just, like, hitty-hitty all the things. Uh, they have baseline intelligence. They're more programmed. Y- yeah, yeah. Like, they're not They don't adapt thinkers. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and on the Elkash, SJ-3 now can't ring back to Prometheus. Yep. That um, sucks. Yeah, on the bridge, all shipboard communications are now down. Walter's locked out of everything at this point. Mm. Uh, and Daniel runs down to see if he can do anything from the engine room. This is where he takes the John McClane feet. Like, He's run about away to, yeah. from everywhere else. Uh-huh. Yeah. And in, in, this is in the hallway. Uh-huh. Daniel and the crew see the Predator. Daniel dives real good. Yep. That dexterity. Uh, and he missing the Zat gun that takes out the other three people he's yep. with. And he sneaks off and runs in the other direction. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Yikes. On the Elkesh, the rings activate, not of their doing, and mm. just deposit unconscious crew on the floor. That's like, here, you forgot this. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so on the bridge, Predator comes in, raises a Zet to Walter and Hammond, and others that we care less about. Ugh. Meanwhile, damn it. Damn, damn. damn it. Damn it. Daniel is like, hello, Armory. Yeah. Give me your cool shit. So many things. All um, of the things. And he, he grabs that fancy chip that we know kills Predators. Yes. Uh, as the rest of the bridge crews beamed over to the Elkesh, the look on Hammond's face is just, well, fuck. This is me now, is basically his face. Yeah. This ended poorly. This went downhill fast. Yeah. So they... Uh, you know what it is? He's like, fuck, how am I going to not get in trouble with my wife for taking this mission out that I kind of sort of probably did against her will uh-huh. and now I'm going to die? Yeah. How do I make her not angry at me for dying? So they run to the bridge of the Elkesh and there they watch Prometheus fly away. <laughs> Jeez. And okay, they, bye, ship, bye. They try to get the ship up and running, um, but the engines are offline. Controls are dead. Weapons are dead. Everything is dead. And Walter did a head count. They're only missing Daniel Jackson. Missing one Daniel Jackson. Who makes his way to the bridge of the Prometheus? Uh, the yes. Predator doesn't even notice him. Mm. Hits him with the fancy energy weapon that should kill it, and it does nothing. Hmm. Daniel can only say, oh, crap, before he is zatted unconscious. (laughs) Also a giveaway, Predators don't really use zat guns. No, that's true. Well, they don't really deal with control systems either. Yeah. So on the Alkesh, Novak is still hiccuping. She has a massive headache, um, but she can get the ship working. For damn sure she can get the ship working. Oh, yeah. Well, she said it now, so now she's gonna exactly one way or the other. So at the same time, Walter is looking on the controls, and you can tell that they are lucky that even life support's working. Yeah, not sure how long they have on that. Um, and the cargo ship, it's even worse condition than the Elkesh is. <gasps> Yikes! Um, which is strange. Him and Hammond agree that the Predator would go through some effort to keep them alive instead of just you know right killing them. And now the fun starts. Hmm. Daniel wakes up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tied to the control, the command chair. Uh-huh. Well, Predator works. Daniel just starts rambling like we all would do. Yeah. How strange it is that the weapon he fired didn't kill it. That you guys normally don't take prisoners. It's usually kind of a kill first and... What's your favorite that's color? basically it. Do you come here often. Killing. All the basics. Just continue talking. Yeah. Do you like long walks on the beach? Yeah. Do you like pina coladas? Um, getting caught in the rain. <laughs> uh, and until the predator turns around and says that Daniel might pr- prove useful. <laughs> I mean, for snoo snoo. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm actually not sorry. Um. But it says that Daniel may prove useful. Dan's like, I don't know much about the ship. And and the Predator's like, but you are very attractive. Uh, yeah. I like his like his panic reaction here. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Daniel's brain breaks a bit at this yeah. moment. Yeah. All he can do is cough. Yeah. Uh, he's flattered and all, uh, but the Predator is not his type, and he's a little disturbed that he might be the Predator's type. Just you wait, Daniel. <laughs> And so Daniel flinches away, like, as, as she's 
the Predator is taking its helmet off because you know what actual Predators oh, yeah, look. Yeah. It's going to be pretty. They're like Skeletor. It's yeah. just, just, just not, it's nightmares. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's not. <laughs> it's not mares. And it is Claudia Black instead. It's like sexy girl tossing hair, uh-huh. 80s metal rock playing in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Pour some sugar on me. In the name of, or it's like, take me down to the paradise, paradise city where the, the grass, grass is green and the girls are pretty. Oh, won't you please take me down? All, all of a sudden, she's like on the hood of a trans uh-huh, Yeah. She's just it's on like, the hood of Prometheus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kaylee likes that. We're not even going to edit that. No, Kaylee, Kaylee, I don't know if she's barking at dogs or me singing. Usually it's Probably one of the two. Probably both. both. She's a critic. Um, anyway, also, so Vala won't hurt Daniel. Um. Much. Yeah. <laughs> she hopes. Yeah. Unless As he some, likes like, it. romantic comedy music starts playing Yeah, that's their meet cute. How did you guys meet? Oh, she kicked my ass in another galaxy. How'd you guys meet? Well, she tied me down to a chair mm-hmm. and then straddled me. Yeah. It kicked my ass while we were trying to get to the Pegasus Cement. So Galaxy. once once Vala is down to a, basically a black unitard, and trust me, comfort above all else, uh-huh. I'm down for just unitard living. Well, and it's like she pulls that thing off. Somehow it's yeah. like the, the coolest black unitard you've ever seen. It is pretty damn awesome. Uh-huh. I think, I'm pretty sure this is just a mo- mocap unitard, yeah. like without the, 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 the uh, trackers That's probably why she's so it. comfortable in it. Exactly. It's just, it's just a mocap suit before the mocap part. Uh-huh. And, uh, and she, she wants to send along a long range transmission and Daniel's like, I have no clue to do that. She's like, well, you lie. Well, yeah, I mean, I, no, well, I mean, yes, sometimes I, I do, but right now I don't. Try yeah. to be honest, but sometimes white lies and, and blah, blah, blah. And as he's talking, Vala just slaps him across the face. I think he's starting to enjoy it. And then offers to kiss it to make it better. That's when you're like, oh, she's scary. She is off the Richter she, scale she on the hot, crazy scale. Scary. She is so far off the hot, crazy scale. Daniel, yeah. I mean. This is when he hits that the definition of scaroused. Yeah. Yeah. So I might die and I like it. Vala is smart. Vala yes. is quick. She will get this ship working with or without Daniel's help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she hasn't heard of Earth. She gives no shits when an archaeologist is. No shits about a rescue mission. She's like, can I have the ship? No. Okay, discussion over. And she slams her Let's fist. Hit again. Uh, spoilers. Future D&D character. I, I, I had... No shock. Yeah. I believe... I at some Remember that point, monk we were talking uh-huh. about? That I think that's it. I, at some point, I think I mentioned in some, like, really early, early, when I was still doing the spoiler casts... Yeah. ...about how there is a character coming up that we see in this episode that Grace yep. would want to make a D&D yep. character off of. Hit things. What do you do? I hit. And I, then what? And then I hit. She'd be a fantastic... And then what? And then I hit again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then one more time. <laughs> what level am I? Oh, yeah. Hit again. I hit again. <laughs> um, and so she figures out something. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, and I love the look. Dana just looks over and is just going, what the actual fuck Are you, have happened in I this? Am I dreaming? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, He's uh, that guy with the butterfly meme. He's like, is this heaven? <laughs> And uh, she is this relationship. She tells Tenet or Van or Varvan mm-hmm. te- te- Tentacle. Yep. She calls Tentacle Squidward. Squidward. Yep. And uh, she has a big giant vessel. Sorry about the delay. We'll meet in one day. Mm-hmm. On the Alkesh, Novak has life support and shields working. Um, but as far as engines go, control crystals were sabotaged. Yikes! Uh, and cannot be repaired. The crystals. There should be some on the cargo ship. But that was bare, that was badly damaged, and there's basically no life support or oxygen left there at all. Like moments worth. Jeebus. Uh, and Hammond won't let anyone go besides him because he's a fucking badass. He is. He's and like, this is my retirement party, bitches. I get to make the calls. Someone took a ship and he wants it back. Here's yeah. my question: This is a gold ship, like you, it's in space. Yes. There's nothing on that ship that would supply them oxygen. 
Yeah, that's true. There's got to be some cargo room. Some cargo room somewhere has some oxygen in it. Maybe they're just really bad at searching. Probably. They, they rolled really poorly on investigation. They all rolled like five and under. Uh-huh. Most people botched. So back on the Prometheus Bridge, Daniel is covertly trying to like slice his bindings mm-hmm. uh, while Vala's getting frustrated about the lockout on the yep. hyperdrive. When he snarks off, she just shoots him in the shoulder. Yeah. And uh, she can fix it. Yeah, which is another interesting thing. She has magic powers. He He's like, I'm not going to tell you the codes. I don't know it. So she she straddles him <laughs> and pulls out a gold healing device to heal his shoulder. Yeah. She's not a gold, but she was previously host to one. But I meant one. Which yeah. is why she has knack on her blood and why she can figure out this rather primitive ship. That's an interesting ass backstory. Yes. Holy crap. Because in this case, it's not the technology, but the size that matters. Yeah. And then she specifically looks down towards Daniel's penis. Dirty. <laughs> she asked for the coat again. He's like, bitch, I don't know. Yeah, legitimately, I don't know. Yeah, and... And I I know you're talking about my penis, but I don't know if you've seen how big my balls are. (laughs) Not fucking telling you shit. And uh, she gets up and heads off, but not before, like, looking back at him (laughs) with some rom-com music again. Yeah, Another meet cute. Yes. So Hammond is gearing up to head to the other ship. Mm -hmm. He'll only have a few moments at the most... He will not hear anything from Reynolds. He is going, and Walter tells him Godspeed. Yep. The moment he's on the ship, he's Walter, struggling. the best guy. I know. The moment he's on the ship, he's struggling to breathe. Mm-hmm. Novak calls over once he's in the engine room, giving him directions where to find the crystals. Uh, we can see his vision's already blurring. Yeah, look, I don't need a bio one class to tell me that no oxygen is bedtime. It's bedtime. <laughs> you kind of need that. Yeah. You kind of need oxygen it's to gonna live. It's going to not work. Uh, the second panel doesn't light up. Um, and so between the darkness and his vision, it's almost impossible to tell which the clear crystal is. Yeah. And he grabs one and eventually collapses on the yes. floor. Novak realizes that if there was a firefight on that ship, when the staff weapons expel carbon dioxide, there's even less oxygen than they thought yeah. there was. So there's like negative. Everyone oxygen. goes rushing towards the the the. the they ring. need to keep a couple plants on all of these ships. Yeah. Is what they need to do. Exactly. That's all it takes. The greenery, yo. Yeah. Photosynthesis. So Hammond stumbles into the ring room, crawls the last couple inches, throws the crystals into the ring, and then collapses on the ground. Yikes. Reynolds beams in to grab Hammond while Walter grabs the crystals on the other side. Mm -hmm. They get Hammond back to the ship with air. Uh, Reynolds isn't even sure that Hammond's breathing. Mm -hmm. And Novak's like, you should give him mouth to mouth. And Mm -hmm. for some reason, Reynolds pauses. Yeah. And I'm like, training, yo. But here's what I'm going to guess, right? Yes, they're all trained and they're all technically soldiers. Yeah. But the majority of these people are scientists. So how often do you think they're actually in this position? But Reynolds is not a scientist. He's the leader of SG-3. Okay, so another thing. Yeah. How often does the leader of the team have to... And and here's here's really what it comes down to. It's your boss. It is, but also, like, he's dying. Yeah. It's a little weird. He's dying, though. It's like, oh, who's going to kiss the boss? First, first but it's, it's like, not kissing no, the boss. Right. And it's not. It's like keeping someone from dying. Yeah. yeah. But then uh, uh, he wakes up just in time, coughs himself awake, and, and Reynolds is like, excellent waking up, sir. Yeah. And, and Hammond just whispers, get the ship moving. <laughs> so Prometheus is flying. Vala's pounding over crystals in the engine room. Yeah. Pulling one of them. She gets a course plotted. For the hyperdrive. And Daniel comes in with his at. And Vala really liked him tied up better. And since... Not surprised. The suit that she's wearing absorbs zap blasts, she says he really better make her take it off. <laughs> I mean, if she herself... Like, if she had herself at gunpoint, turning the ship around wouldn't be her first choice of things to do. Right. Dirty. And, <laughs> and yeah, Vala rewrote the access code so only she can run the nav system. She's now a hacker man. She is. And she's trying to save the last of her people, and this ship is her only hope. Liar. And Daniel's like, if you had told us that, we would have helped you. Yeah. 
So they find an Elkesh on the sensors. Vala's like, I'm pretty sure that's not your people. Mm. I disabled their ship. You people are dumb. You. It's fine. Like everyone else in the entire galaxies, <laughs> because now there's multiple, uh-huh. have underestimated Earthlings. the crappiness of Earthlings. Earthlings! Because I wouldn't even say intelligence. It's sheer it's stubborn it's just, yeah. crappiness. Stubborn tenacity yeah, yeah, yeah. is what gets humans... Unwillingness to, to give up. <laughs> um, and so Vala takes her chance and kicks the Zat out of his hands, mm. hits him across the face... Yeah. Daniel blocks another shot and just punches her right in the nose. Like, elbows her right in the nose. It's pretty good. She's like, you hit me. What the fuck? Of course. Yeah. Hit me first. Yeah. And and she's like, you know, we can just go ahead and have sex instead. And (sighs) she pushes him, kicks him across the room. uh, And they get into this, like, ear hair standoff. Sex or death. (laughs) I will take death. Daniel ends up taking a fire extinguisher to the delicates. Yeah, the weird ear thing is really fun. <laughs> it's so bizarre. It's like, hang on, I want to look at your face. No, I want to look at your face. But also, I want to put you through pain. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and and she gets a few more hard shots, and he goes up over the console. Yeah. So Hammond is up. Comedy sex fight. Doing good. Uh, the Elkesh is our Elkesh. Mm-hmm. And it was all Novak that got them there. Bum, yep. Inside the in the engine room, foreplay continues. Uh, <laughs> Daniel just crawls around, sees Vala, turns around, and cries to crawl away. And somehow Vala ends up on his shoulders in like a Xenia on a top yeah. move. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Look, every, every way that she tries to grapple him... <laughs> It's not for convenience. No. <laughs> They're all Karma Sutra poses. Yeah. <laughs> so he breaks free. She kicks him, lands, straddles him again. Yeah. Pulls him up, strokes his cheek, kisses him. He reciprocates for a second until he's like, you're a fruitcake. Yeah. You're fucking nuts, lady. And so she headbutts him. It is very strange it's foreplay. The best Here's the thing, though, guys. It's your first date. Yeah. That's a lot. Save some for the second date. How about don't put all your cards on the table right away? Somehow, I don't think this is all their cards. <laughs> They're just going to start zatting each other. This is not all their cards. No, that's really not. Uh, she gets up to go to the console. Daniel gets uh, gets up and zats her. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the Elkesh bridge, uh, they do have weapons back again, so mm-hmm. Hammond tells them to take out the sublight engines, but before they can, the Prometheus jumps into hyperspace. Yikes. Vala- there it goes, bye. Yeah. Vala wakes up uh, in the brig, massive hangover, in a jumpsuit. Great. <laughs> Daniel is watching her over the security camera from the bridge, and uh, he's like, I can't figure out how to get the pre-plotted jump to stop. Right. And they converse over the camera. Just turn it off and turn it on again. Cycle the system. Yeah. And she's like, I meant for you to take my clothes off while I was conscious so that I could distract you and kick you in the head. (laughs) And Daniel's like, I kept my eyes closed the whole time. (laughs) Sure you did, Vala says. She's like, I, you know... I know I'm hot. Mm-hmm. It's all good. And Daniel, like, does the little squeezy head thing. Yeah, I'm crashing your head. I'm crashing your head. Um, I like that. It means he's also a fan of kids in the hall. Yeah. And regardless... I mean, he is Canadian. He's, I'll say, he is Canadian. Uh, and regardless of any sap story, Daniel is not letting her out. Right. You know, she hasn't eaten in days. <laughs> and she's starving. And you've seen me naked. The least you can do is cook me dinner. Yeah. So cut to her maxing out on all of the food in a weird, like, mess of smorgasbord. Well, and it's like, I can't even tell what she's combining no. with what. It's no. like, it's like rations with mustard and ketchup. Uh-huh. But then I swear there was like some cookies There's there. some like orange peels. Like, she throws this apple to Daniel. He's just sitting with his at gun pointed yeah. at her. Yeah. Um, and she tells the story. So 10 years ago, uh, the Tok'ra incited a revolution on her planet. And the, it went up against the ruling Gould. And once all the Jaffa were dead, the Gould, they, they captured the Gould alive. Mm-hmm. And they tortured her and they beat her for days. Vala was the host to that Gould. Yikes. And the people 
didn't understand that it wasn't Vala, that there was a snake in her head that right. was doing this, um, that she was just along for the ride. The Tok'ra basically felt sorry for her, realized what they did, and they rescued her and they removed the snake from her head. Right. So her people now, the people of this planet, are in trouble. And Camulus showed up, and when he showed up, the Tok'ra disappeared. Fuck. The the people didn't surrender, so Camulus ordered them all wiped out. They saved as many as they could on ships going back and forth, hid out on a moon um, that could support them, that could support life. Camulus didn't know they were there, so they were safe for a while. There was no Stargate there. Mm. So they they don't have enough ships to relocate everyone in one go. So they keep tabs on the planet, stealing supplies and technology when they can. And now that Camulus is dead, Ball is searching all of his territory. So they're right. not going to be able to stay secret for long. This is her chance to run. Yeah. So she's tried stealing an Elkesh, um, and she was hoping for one of her own ships, her own people, to get her distress signal. But then this big, beautiful ship showed up right. that she could ferry all of her people in one go, far away, free from gold. Mm-hmm. Do you buy it? No. It's an interesting backstory. Uh-huh. Um... Even after the episode is over, yeah. I don't know that I buy it. Yeah, I, I they think, leave it beautifully ambiguous. I think there are grains of truth in her story. Well, the best way to lie is to tell the truth. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't believe her at all. I believe that she's ultimately a good guy. Uh-huh. I don't know that she's so plainly a good guy. She's searching <laughs> to help her people. She seems a little too complicated for that. So I do like the idea of her having a gold in her head at some point, though. I mean, she has. She does have Nacro in her system. She does, yeah. From being able to use the devices. That's true. Uh, so later, Daniel brings Vala back to the brig. The ship is flying to her home world, and Daniel can't stop it. They're not going to listen to Daniel. Can I put a brig in my house? Sure. Okay. Uh, even if he tries to explain the situation, they're only going to talk to Vala. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, no. And he just closes the door. <laughs> and Vala's like, this is bad. I'm just going to put, like, shitty guests into the brig. Yeah. I don't like you right now. Go, Go to, to the, the brig. So they arrive at the planet, and uh, Squidward comes out <laughs> yeah. over the comms looking for Vala. Daniel's like, she's indisposed. She's pooping. Uh, well, we're landing either way, so I'll see you at the coordinate. Fuck this shit. Okay, bye. Just, this is shit day. (laughs) So on the planet, it almost, at first, it almost looks like a scene from Firefly. It does, yeah. The opening of the hatch and the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Vala is trying to hotwire the door open. (laughs) She just shocks herself. Yeah. And speaks into the camera. Like, she's like, look, the truth, the truth is you, sh- this is not my home world and you should not go talk to those people. But there's no one on the bridge to hear her because yeah. Daniel is already half in Predator armor going out to meet Squidward. The truth is I lied. Squidward too. Yikes. Uh, Daniel's like, the name's Olo. Hans Olo. Uh-huh. Vala is. I would have said Han Skywalker. <laughs> I would have just said Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking fair. <laughs> Copyright. Um, Vala is is inside, and Daniel is trying to hide his surprised face since there's no fucking refugees anywhere to be uh-huh. transported. Yeah. Instead, they have refined weapons grade Nakoda. I'm starting to think that this is where they got some of the plot <sighs> for the solo film. <laughs> I never watched that. It's so good. Okay, I'll watch it. People, there's a lot of people that didn't love it. I I just didn't make it to the theater. Yeah, it is. It's on Netflix now. And then life became my life. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's just a go along for the ride and it is fun. I'm good with that. It's just a good a tur- caper. It's just a turn. It's, it's just a, don't overthink it. Got it. It's fun and it's a I'm caper in. and I'm in. fun things happen and Chewbacca's there and yeah. <laughs> things happen. That's, that's all you need to know. Um. So it's it's really good, awesome Naquita. Mm-hmm. Um, but this has been like a whole misunderstanding. Daniel is not selling the ship, which causes weapons to be drawn. And then some gliders start flying in overhead, firing at the ship. Apparently, Prometheus was followed. Well, yeah. And Daniel is in the middle of something he super doesn't understand. Yeah. And he's like, I already shouldn't be here. Yeah. I don't know how I could have made this worse, but it just got so worse. So he just like zats both Squidward yeah, and runs. Yeah, gotta go. 
So back on the bridge, the ship is under fire. Sparks are flying. Vala wants out. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how to access the ship unless you let me out. Fuck. So Daniel opens the brig door. Mm-hmm. She has a giant grin on her face. She's like, yeah, I just want to be free at one. Uh, and, and don't even talk to Daniel about like the buyers and the Nakuda and none of that shit. He right. doesn't want to hear it. Um, clearly, she would like to discuss it. <laughs> and she, he just like picks her up and goes to the bridge. Right. And no time when they're able to take off, they're able to get the shields up. Um, but they took a lot of hull damage before they got the shields up, so they can't go into hyperspace. They've just gone full like adventure hobos, a full adventure hobos. Like, God, oh, let's just fuck shit up everywhere. And uh, now their shields are failing as well. Agents of chaos. And Alkesh comes in. Daniel's able to take out one glider. Mm-hmm. The shields are gone, and they watch then. Is one of the the Elkesh takes out another Elkesh. Interesting. Of course, it's Walter. Interesting. Oh yeah, Walter's been waiting for this his whole life. Oh my gosh, he has. He's like, I open the gate, I close the gate. I open the gate, I close the gate. I open the gate. I, I fire I ships in I space. shoot the pigs. So Hammond calls over to Prometheus to check that things are all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, all right as they can be, and yeah. demands and and. Daniel demands that Vala unlock the system so the crew can run aboard because your choices or death. Yeah. The cake is gone. And by the cake, I mean my penis. The cake. <laughs> <laughs> See, Nick was playing portal. Oh, so I was going to make a portal reference and then it was just penis. It was just penis. Um, Sometimes so- it's just penis. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's the AKA we can't put on there. Nope. Um... So she she does she unlocks the system. She's like, "What do you what are you gonna do with me?" He's not sure. And just as she's trying she's to as say excitedly with anticipation, something he just zats her. Yeah, yeah, this is probably a good call. So at some point later, Prometheus and the Alkesha are traveling together in in normal space, slow space. <laughs> sublight, regular space. The sublight. Uh, the crew are all safe. Backley. <laughs> Back we say back penis words. <laughs> um, so they're having to turn around Don't and go back me, to tired. Earth. They they can travel they they can travel in hyperspace, but only for short distances with the whole damage they have. A long distance trip is not the best. Yeah, Grace has disappeared from the video, God, no. and at no point uh, <laughs> they have no clue how long it's going to take to fix the ship mm-hmm. before they can try again to get to Pegasus. Um, but hey, Dana points out, Novak's hiccups are gone. Hey, look at that. She's like, I didn't even notice. I was having too much fun. And Daniel's like, did you say fun? Yeah. The fuck are you talking about? Strange. You're a strange person. <laughs> she is. Hugh Walter calling over the intercom that the prisoner has escaped. <laughs> and Daniel and Hammond go running. They get to the bridge. Or Hammond gets to the bridge. Walter tells him the security team is unconscious. The rings have activated. And there is a bodies in the ring circle yeah. as Daniel makes his way there. He runs up to the bridge. It's Vala on the Alkesh, and we see it fly away. And she, as she like tips her hat to them. Yeah. yeah. Peace uh, out. And, and before they can get the lock on the engines to stop her, she has gone into hyperspace. I'm Long sure. Long range scanners are scrambled. Yeah. And Daniel just ends it with, she's good. We're gonna see her again. You think? We we must we better see her again. That's what I think. We okay. better see her again. There's no way you bring on someone that cool to never she's see them again. So cool. I mean, but does it make it cooler if she's only in one episode? No. <laughs> she comes back of her own accord and saves their asses. And she's like, "Remember me, Daniel?" And then smacks him across the face. <laughs> and he's like, "Now I do." Let's go have a drink. That's what I think. So it happens. That's what happens. Yes. Okay. I love her. She, I knew you would. Everyone. There's nothing knew. I can't not love. Her. Yeah. Everyone knew you would love Vala. She's fucking nuts. She's insane. And I think that's why. Probably. Unapolog- unapologetically badass. She is. Yep. She is. Um. She's just there to do what Vala do. She's she's probably like the best subscriber to the. We ain't here for a long time. We're here for a good time. Exactly. Um, but I dig it. I, I want to see her again. I'm hoping we see her again before the end of the season. Okay. 
That's my hope. I'm gonna take a drink because we may not see her ever again. No. But we may see her again, and I can't tell you either way. <laughs> I'm going to see her again. So, just go play Uncharted. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uncharted. So, yeah. I realize that we haven't put things on the top ten, but <gasps> I'm having problems finding the file. So, we will do that for next episode, 100% for sure. It's been, yeah, it's been weird times. It's just a couple episodes. It's been bad times at the El Royale. <laughs> By the way, go watch the bad times at the El Royale. I don't even know what that is. It's a really cool fucking movie. Okay. Um, I don't want to give too much away. Okay. Chris Hemsworth's in it. I have to finish. John Hamm's in it. I have to finish. Speaking of John Hamm, the one thing I've watched that's not Critical Role in the past two months <laughs> is Good Omens. Oh, I gotta watch that. We I just, didn't realize he was in that. He is. He's not a big part. He's a, he's a bit part. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be one, again, one of my school is over. Yeah. I have one month. There's, there's only six episodes, so it's like the one non-Critical Role thing nice. I've, I've watched, and it's so good. I have one month in the next year and a half free. Yeah. And then I'm done with school. Year and a half, maybe two years. So that's coming up. I'm three <laughs> weeks away. It's the one month where I'm going to do all the things that I want to do. All the things. Yeah. Okay. So. We'll see you guys next week. Yes. With something related to Atlantis. Oh, sorry. Next episode is the defiant one. <sighs> The okay. definite one. It's the, the defiant one. It's the defiant one. Definite it's just one. a word that sometimes I read as definite. Yeah, I can see that. It's defiant, defiant one. The only reason I know it's defiant is because the U.S. is defiant. Because oh. Star Trek. I know some of those words. Yep. We'll see you guys next week with... Def- no, I'm like not even... <laughs> with the defiant one! Yes. Uh, until then, find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Find us at Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. Email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. Like us for music. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye! Bye! Bye. <laughs> <laughs>